just got pixelexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Take it away, Sam. <laughs> is my new name all of a sudden? <laughs> Sam? Traitor Sam if you're nasty. Oh. <laughs> And I'm disgusting. Uh, so, That's the line, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. It's interesting to go back in time a little bit. Uh, when we first started making patches, I, I I had lots of varied ideas as to what kind of patches I'd want to make as a, as a Disney-inspired patch company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first one that we made was based on Indiana Jones, which is my favorite attraction. It absolutely is. But then afterwards, I thought I was going to be super clever mm-hmm. and make a patch based on something that was obscure. Right. That people didn't think about. And that was Trader Sam at the end of Jungle Cruise. Right. And I thought I was so clever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and so I I made um, a shrunken head patch. Uh, fun fact about me: when mm-hmm. I was a kid, um, one of the first uh, souvenirs I remember getting from Disneyland was a shrunken head from Adventureland. Oh my goodness! Do they still sell those in the park? No, of no, course not they at don't. All. There's no way they could sell that in there. But it was so awesome. It was like a. It was like it was more like a skull. Yeah. But it had really, really long, glow in the dark hair, and oh, it was wow. like it was like made to hang from like a rear view mirror. I think. That's crazy. I thought it was awesome. That totally sounds like something my rebellious sisters in their leather jackets would have. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Um, and so when I made the Trader Sam patch that we built, yeah, uh, I went ahead and made a little bit more cartoony and I gave him the earrings that say I lost my head at Trader Sam's because mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of the spiel at the end of Jungle Cruise. For is, those of you who haven't ridden it. Yeah, for those of you that haven't ridden it, <laughs> at the end of the Jungle Cruise, they say up on the left is Trader Sam. He's got a great deal going on right now. Two of his heads for one of yours. Yeah. Either way, you come out ahead. You know, that kind of thing. And I thought it's obscure, but not horribly obscure. It's literally pointed out by all the the skippers, so people will have heard of it. Right. And I thought it was super clever. Completely true. Um, and by the way, if you haven't uh, ridden that ride, then... I think everybody listening to this podcast has been on that ride, right? Like, <laughs> sure, yeah, at one point or another. Yeah, it's a it's an iconic ride. And we'll get into more of the history of the ride here in a second. But I just thought it was funny that I thought I was so clever with my patch. Right. And then it started selling rather quickly. And I was like, huh, I didn't realize many people were that big of fans of Trader Sam. So much so that we've been sold out for a couple of months now. Right. And we're doing the podcast to like... Let everybody know we're bringing it back. It's back. I reordered. <laughs> um, it's very exciting. And come to find out, 
I did not know that there was a bar called Trader Sam's. Can you imagine? And a whole tiki culture around Trader Sam. I had no idea. So I inadvertently tapped into a fandom. And I'm so happy I did. Yeah. Yeah. Completely true. It's it's a perfect one. The bar is at Polynesian. Right? Polynesian at the Walt Disney World. We still haven't been. That's the problem. We can't afford it. Like, they charge you to get in the front door of Polynesian, I think, right? (laughs) There's a cover charge. Just to get into the hotel. They don't care if you're staying there or not. No, I'll tell you why we haven't gone. Because it's interactive. Oh. If you order certain drinks, they do like a whole rigmarole, dance around, lightning effects, that kind of thing in the bar. Oh, wow. Which I'm sure people find very entertaining. Uh Uh, But you know me and forced participation. Right. And I Mm. don't like drawing attention to myself. Mm. So it might make me super uncomfortable. Completely that. We're very much of a spectator. Yes. When it comes to things. Very much. I don't want to be involved. I didn't go to, I'm not trained. I am no actor. <laughs> I am not. I am not a cast member here. Right. Um, but the great thing about the Jungle Cruise is that it was in the parks from the beginning. This was a Walt Disney concept. Yeah. And while it's changed a lot since its original incarnations, it's still basically the same sort of concept. I was going to say, has it changed a lot since then? Because I've seen video of a re- like a pretty early on. Right. I'm not sure how much has really changed. Oh, shady. No, it's not a bad thing necessarily. I think it's changed quite a bit, actually. Okay. Like, there are, uh, there are a couple animatronics that have been removed. A couple new animatronics and scenes put in. Mm. Uh the spiel of the skippers has been changed quite drastically. Right. Um, so when they were building it originally, um, it's pretty well documented that Walt wanted it to be a live animal sort of interaction yeah. where you would float down a river and look at animals. Yeah. Uh, and they basically said, Walt, that's not going to work. <laughs> the the animals don't want to be on display they'll hide or be asleep most of the day you know and how are you going to keep elephants near a river you know like right. there's just no way to do that and so walt decided that the best decision was to create them make it's... some make some animals <laughs> why not why not you can make animals um and they did they you can watch um on Disney Plus, when they they have the documentary about making Disneyland and just the absolute insanity that was that year yeah. of building Disneyland, uh, part of it was the Jungle Cruise because they were doing unusual new things. They wanted to have a lush jungle, but they had all new plants. You know, they it was a very complex kind of attraction to build. And they did it. And it worked fairly well for yeah. a while um, until Walt one day heard people saying that they weren't going to go on it because they went on it last time. Right. And that's definitely not something you want to hear in your amusement park. Right. I don't know why I go on. Yeah. Every ride we go on multiple times and it's, it's but I, I mean, I, I love the concept of that for sure. That uh, the rewritability of things now where they right. change things constantly. I love that. I, what, it, it is what keeps Disney parks from going stale. 
Right. And originally also you had to pay specifically to get on rides. Each oh, that is a great time. point. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It was totally an e-ticket attraction it originally. Was, I believe it was an e-ticket. We're going to call it e-ticket for sure. It is now, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, for those of you that don't know, the original Disney model was that of a ticket book that you would buy at the beginning of the day and then kind of like a carnival, you would give them tickets to get on specific rides and you only had a certain number of tickets i would love it if they went back to that model just so well, i mean now we have season passes so i guess we kind of i like that model even better yeah but it'd be fun to go into it like a disney park for like 10 bucks and then just you know, pay for the rides you want to get on yeah or and then just go to dinner and stuff too you know right like you can just go and participate in the park and then not go on any of the rides let's and, not give disney any more ideas because i really don't want to end up in a park and have it be like Thirty dollars to ride Splash Mountain, and you're like, oh. oh, see, oh, you know, I'm too frugal for any of that. I said no, <laughs> no, immediately. Is there a discount day or a coupon day? Because you know that I totally have done the math backwards, where like you get back from vacation and you go, we were there and rode twenty seven rides, and you divide how much we spent on total uh, divided by each ride. Right. It's not a fun math. Well, math is not fun in general. Right? Don't do it. But anyway, yeah, but uh, with Jungle Cruise, um, yeah, it's, it was a fun ride. What I love about it, too, is that originally in Disneyland, right, it was intended to be the opposite direction, and they moved they moved the entire layout of the park to be where Jungle Cruise needs to be because that part of the park was already lush and already had some... Where they had some trees. They so. already had some trees. I shouldn't say lush because <laughs> they just had a few to start with. Yeah. and But they're like, so over there we have nothing. Here we at least have a few. Right. And so they reworked the entire layout of the park to be around Jungle Cruise. Right. Which, which thinking now, it would be crazy to have Tomorrowland on the left-hand side when you walk in and Adventureland on the right-hand side. Can you imagine? It's ludicrous. It's just insanity. (laughs) What were they thinking? It would never work. No, of course it is just the fact that we've seen it there, but it is fun to think about what would would it be like the opposite direction if they had moved it around. But Uh, we had trees, so it ended up there. Right. So to avoid the whole, I don't want to go on it again, because we already went on it. Right. Walt said, we got to change things up. Uh, and so they redesigned some things. They added in some new scenes, uh, most notably like the elephant bathing pool. Oh, that's fun. We love that part. Um, and the rhinoceros with the explorer team on the pole. Oh, um, right. Yeah, These were right. both additions by Mark Davis, of course, who is a Disney legend when it comes to humorous aspects of attractions in parks yeah he sounds like he has a sense of humor i guess yeah for sure everything he did was done with humor and on top of just his humorous imagery they decided that the skippers should be the most well-equipped dad joke tellers in the world i love those jokes i know you're so bad although i do say that we've been on it enough now that i'm kind of like it's time for some new jokes (laughs) <laughs> I would like to rewrite some of these things for y'all. Can we can we submit Get jokes for the uh, Jungle Cruise? They totally should have that as a competition. That would be a fun competition. Yeah, it'd be fun. They would get millions of requests. They really would. I wonder what you know, what would you give away for? Would it just be that your joke would be in the Jungle Cruise? Probably all you need to give away. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, they. I'll tell you what. 
we will give away a Disney patch to whoever gives us the best joke. <laughs> exactly. I'll give you a Trader Sam patch yeah. if you give me a really good uh, Jungle Cruise joke. I guess. I don't know. If, if we're being serious, believe it on like Instagram or something, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the place. We're there. That's, that's the only place we're really at. So that'd be fun. Yeah, we'll totally do that. I can't think of any good jokes to add to the ride. They, it's a pretty it's a pretty tight five is what they'd call it where like the whole time they're pretty much talking the entire time at Disneyland at least uh-huh. they uh, they pretty much are in charge of talking the whole time while you're on the boat yeah kudos to them because that's not easy to do I'm sure uh, whereas the Florida skippers they have the temple section where they get to be quiet. Oh, I do love that section. On a, like, a, just a... That is my favorite. Like, I don't even know how long that is. Maybe, like, a minute to a minute and a half that you're going through that temple. Right. They get to take a drink of water, not talk for that period of time. Plus, I bet it echoes inside that chain, when that um, uh, canal part when you're going through there. Mm-hmm. Right? It totally has to echo. I'm there. sure there's an audio issue with it. Yeah. Um, that the skipper's designed in purposely. Yeah. So get a break. But what's fun about it is that um, apparently Trader Sam, for a period of time uh, at Magic Kingdom, they renamed him to Chief whatever the name. So it was like, <laughs> it was literally like Chief, right? And so, was the, it? yeah, so the skippers could just make up the name, any name that they want oh, and call him anything that they want. Gotcha. But then, as skippers do, they just started all calling him Chief Namey. Um, and so they gave him the unofficial name of Chief Namey. Uh and right and so they said no uh we better for uniformity we're gonna have it go back to uh trader sam yeah so trader sam (laughs) sounds better for sure the cheap namey yeah i don't like that name (laughs) or whatever they wanted to make up the name for but yeah yeah, so apparently they got to just willy-nilly come up with a new name as they wanted i Um, mean it seems like something that would be a fun almost improv kind of challenge right um, and I think probably for the first little while, they might have let the skippers improv a little bit. But now I think they have reined them in. Do the jokes have to be pre-approved? I wondered that. Yeah. And the answer is obviously yes, because we've, we've heard the same, like you said, it's the same type five. Yeah. It's not, right? They have like 20 jokes and they cycle through. Sure. But it's like in this section, you get like these two or three jokes you get a pull from. Yeah. And that's your, that's that's it. Yeah. I mean, the delivery is up for debate, though, because I had we had one skipper one time that f- was, I guess their shtick was that they were depressed to be on the Jungle Cruise. Right. And they talk very much And they were like just like, the they're like, time. who woke up today and said, I have to go on the Jungle Cruise today. And everybody's like, woo. And he's like, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's a melancholy skipper right there. <laughs> so you are allowed to do whatever you want with the jokes, apparently. Seriously, we got skipper sadness going on. <laughs> that's what we got. That's we need a joy. Got. We got sadness. Totally true. Mm. Um, but, you know, I do love the uh, when we saw the movie Jungle Cruise. I'm just kidding. It's I was like, wait yet. a minute. Did you jump ahead in time that I didn't know about? <laughs> no it's not out it's but uh they we've seen a couple of like previews and teaser clips and things Just a couple right teasers yeah and it's going to be with our absolute favorite um emily blunt right she's amazing and the rock 
what what are the odds of Mary Poppins being in the Jungle Cruise? It's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Um, and then, like you said, with Dwayne Johnson or The Rock in it with her, um, I'm wondering if it won't have, like, do you remember The Mummy from the, the late 90s yeah. with Brendan Fraser? Yeah. I almost feel like it'll have that type of dynamic between her and the rock or Dwayne Johnson. I don't know what he likes to be called now. I think he goes with that, but I call him the rock. Okay. Because in the mummy, they had the, the British girl and kind of the brutish Mm -hmm. meathead kind of guy. And it almost feels similar. Yeah. In Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson's kind of energy. I could see that. It still looks great. I've seen absolutely nothing because it's true to form. I avoid as many spoilers as possible. That includes watching previews. Yeah. Um, So I've seen Emily Blunt and The Rock talk about the fact that they had a great time working together. Um, And there were rumors a while back or even just like fan theories that they might be changing things in the jungle cruise based on the new movie, kind of like what they did with pirates. Oh, right. I could see that. Um, but of course you have to kind of wait and see how the movie does and what the general public responds to mm-hmm. before you go start sticking people in rides. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't want people on that ride at all. Don't no. you put people up in that ride? Dare you. You don't want Emily Blunt out there waving to you? No, oh, I really okay. don't. And I love her. Yeah. You know what I want? I want her on Mary Poppins. Yeah. So give me my Mary Poppins ride, y'all. Yeah. But if they got like improved animal animatronics. I would be for that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like if they put a scene, if they they recreated a scene from the movie or something in there, that'd be fun. Sure. Or like they did with Pirates, where they brought part of the they need to bring things from the ride into there. You know, they have to you totally know that the um whole like um apex part of the movie is going to be when we go to the backside of water and there's going to be yeah. like a cave under there right right and that's where that's where they're like the thing is falls. Get, that's where it's all going to like come to a head and it's going to like happen yeah it's all going to be behind the if backside you don't do a water. backside of water bit in i the will movie, walk out <laughs> at it's, the end of the movie at the end of the movie walk out of that thing <laughs> If by the end of the movie they don't have it, yeah, exactly, very much that. Well, and I assume that they will probably do an elephant bathing pool. They will probably do a um, an ape attack at the camp. They will probably right. do um, the rhinoceros with yeah. the search party. These are things that are so synonymous with the jungle cruise. Upside down jeep. Oh, I can't imagine. They got it to turn over. Guys climbing a pole for some reason <laughs> to get away from the rhino. Oh, there you go. Um, so those are things that are, <coughs> excuse me, paramount to the movie and the ride, at least being sister type of right. things. You know what I mean? Because I very much like how with the first pirates movie, they didn't exclusively pull things from the ride to make the film. Right. But there were things in the film that were like, ha, ah, that's the ride. Exactly. Very much. Yeah. It, it inspired by, but not. But it, and they do. It does look. You know what I'm trying to even remember. Maybe we haven't seen a preview or anything. Maybe it was literally just the Instagram shots of them that they shared. I think. I, I think it's all just been social media viral stuff, right? And I think we saw another uh, one of the cast members on a different talk show, and they were saying, "Oh yeah, I was in the Jungle Cruise." Mm. 
So it's, I believe it's already been filmed. I think it's probably in the can. I wonder, since they hadn't announced a release date, I wonder if the the finishing process on it, the post-production section mm. of it was taking a minute and then the theater shut down. And so they're like, well, yeah. we don't want to start advertising this now. Yeah, they haven't, we haven't seen any. There's not even a thing as a preview right now. Right. So I'm interested to see what they can do with the Jungle Cruise as a film. I want to enjoy it. That's what yeah. I want. Of course. Uh, it's, at least, it's at least a new movie. There, it's not a remake of a past film. So you know I'm excited about that at least. Yeah. Um, there's always the chance though that it's absolutely terrible and we're oh, all going to be disappointed. <laughs> don't you even put it out there. I don't know if Disney um, would allow a terrible movie to come out anymore, right? Well, uh, we can talk about that later. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it depends on what your definition of terrible is. I will say the one thing I was going to mention that I was so excited about back when you, like, uh, there with the original Disneyland cr- cruise when they were, I'm sorry, Disneyland Park, when they were adding um, the um, Indiana Jones ride, uh-huh. there were drawings that they were going to read. They had to shorten the the um, uh, the path, the, the, the ride the itself. Um, but they were talking about there were drawings that showed it like going into the Indiana Jones ride. Yeah. And so you would be able to overlook part of that yeah. in a boat while on the Jungle Cruise. Like that would have been phenomenally cool. Right. And it is one of the things that Disney does so well when they intertwine their rides together that you're just like, oh, I love this. They do make it work. So good. I love it when they do that. They, of course, did not do that with Jungle Cruise. So now it has, you know, all they do is they just tease the people as they're leaving the queue now, which is um, when they're leaving the ride, they just say, look at those crazy animals on two legs. Yeah. Oh, I love it. The the young can stay with parents until almost 18 years old. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, but Trader Sam, our patch is back. Um, and obviously when you get back into a park, hit up the Jungle Cruise because it's 100% worth a ride in our opinion. Yeah, and if you've been to Trader Sam's Grotto, let us know what it's like. Yeah, what do you order there? I what what, what not to order. Exactly. What can I order that won't get me noticed? <laughs> That's what I'm really looking for. Uh but it's like I always say for the next 3 weeks, I will be your skipper, your tour guide, and if you don't laugh at my jokes, your swim instructor. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.